1: Go to your happy prize, Priceline. The Grade Cricketer is a Twitter stream. It's about playing cricket at the grade level. Boys, get a few today, did you? To be honest with you, I um, hate grade cricket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went into the play
0: for a team called um, oh, the Minas kidney. Obviously, sharing's always a
2: big issue <laughs> A big issue for, for young kids coming into a senior cricket team. I don't a to league. Um, a bit of advice. Yeah. I refer to the great cricketer here and I'll say, this will do a little bit early.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: we told you
0: for years and years and years that Scotland are the best team in T20 cricket. Will they beat India in the World Cup final? More of that to come. The T20 World Cup is, of course, well, it's here right now, isn't it? Not just around the corner, although Australia's first game is, what's going to happen? I'm frothing. At the chops. Is that a saying? No, it's not. The Ashes. More talk about that. Be respectful, says Jimmy Anderson. Will hitting the head again. Is he okay? What's the future of Australian cricket? Kawaja scores 100. That means that he should captain Australia and probably coach CSK win the IPL final. Is that Donny's last game? Rahul Dravid is in line to take over the Indian top job of Indian coach. Nathan Lyon is on the show. I'm sure he'll be very respectful in his comments about headbutting the line and ending careers. That's all before we get into Hashtag Ask you know the gear there. This episode is brought to you by Budgie Smuggler, budgiesmuggler.com. Use the code CHAMP at checkout and watch the magic happen. My name is Ian Higgins. Sam Perry sits across from me and I, him, Pez. Summer, summer is here. Lockdown is just about over, or as I call it, haircut day.
1: Bit of electricity in the air, he goes. Feel something? Our good friend of the show, Malcolm Con has never been on the show MC. once. MC. But he keeps putting out tweets with all of the cricket that's in the papers now. Okay. Now, okay. Yeah, we're a digital venture. You know, we're twenty first century. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like holding physical paper. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Seeing print. Mm-hmm. Paper you know, cuts. Seeing ink on paper. Getting mm-hmm. a few paper cuts. Checking scores. Yeah, using it as fish and chip paper the next day. That's right. Etc. Mm-hmm. Use it as fish and chip paper. I like, put any paper for these. Yeah. <laughs> for this fish. Yeah, but I there's a, there's a lot of cricket in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fucking trade week. Trade weeks over. That's ah, a shame, isn't yeah, it? That's a real shame. Now we're into time trials and shit, the mm, AFL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. And but but we're also being told, I oh, no, don't the phony war. Don't do that. It's all it's all bluster. I don't know.
0: Well, the real stuff is getting into it here uh, in the grade c- in the great scene. Um, and Mick has written in via Patreon, and he said, "Hey boys, in a classic park cricket fashion, a bloke in our club hit fifty off and over." Blokes figures were one for f- one, one over, no maidens, fifty runs, no wickets, eight sixes, and two off no balls. Finished with one hundred not out off fifty rocks. Happy to DM a scorecard, which he has, uh, fifty off and over. Now, is that relatable? I've I've never seen fifty off and over. I've never even seen anything above thirty. I don't think in a game that I've played in. Yeah. Have you Have you ever seen like a mon- I no. I played in the game once where a guy forgot how to bowl. He bowl it was like a sixteen ball over.
1: How do you um, mean? Forgot how to bowl? He well, it
0: was it was yipish spinner, meds, medium pace. Yeah, it was tough. To, it was a tough watch in grade watch. in grade cricket in grade cricket. Shit, second grade.
1: That's that's yips. Yep. Well, how did it cross,
0: manifest? Cross seam. Um, the first two balls were dots, I think, from memory. Okay, started well. Started well, and then he thought, well, what it up? He just get into the deck off pace stuff. Yeah, uh, a couple of likes out in the hook as well. Yeah. just change it up. Yeah, and um don't know if he was just losing his front arm. I was at point.
1: But how did it manifest if you bowl meds cross seam? Like, did the ball stick in his hand, like, bounce three times? It, it wasn't like... It wasn't... Moon ball shit. It wasn't soap. It wasn't
0: like um, Fred the Demon Spothith like, oil painting shit. Like, yeah, he was quick. Like, he was actually just yeah. indicating it was 3pm. That's right. He's doing a windmill. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't that. It was indicating just... it's 3pm. It was PM. going straight, but it was... <laughs> what time is it? Like, right, Damon! Damon! <laughs> That's one for the audio fans. Um, no, it was going straight, but it was just going straight down the leg side. And then he tried to overcorrect, was like wide, like off the pitch Oh, shit. one day, w- leg side wide. Mm-hmm. Got
1: it. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Which can happen in one day, you know. <laughs> Match fixing. Yeah. Could have been on the take. He never played again.
1: Yep. He never played again. Uh, oh, okay.
0: Have you been... I've, I've but... Yeah, 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 but I've never seen like six sixes off and over in a game that I've played.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I mean
0: fifty off and over is like the thing about this game that I'm thinking about that I played and it was like he couldn't get out. You know, he was in the sunken space. He was in the sunken place. he just couldn't yeah. get out. And so he was in he was midway through the over and he bowled like seven wines in a row and there were still three balls to come. Yeah,
1: you're in the bunker. You're like, I'm never gonna get out of here for the rest of my life. And you I'm good thing about golf here. is you can
0: just pick it up and go, yeah. well the game has defeated me. Exactly. But with cricket, you're like, oh, you gotta stick around for another four hours here. Do you bring mm. tea?
1: What? Exactly. I haven't seen fifty off and over. I watched mm. uh I watched Greg Male destroy a young leg spinner from Parramatta once. Uh we'd go back what were to the doing? club. Were you oh, you okay. settle down. No, I saw I, when he was playing at um Balmain.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I forgot that he played that.
1: In fact, for those listening, Greg Mail's a uh, like a New South Wales cricketer And a, a famed first grader Most all, runs ever in the history all of All sorts of runs and records and These shit He's the most
0: leading run scorer in the history of the club.
1: currently works in cricket in New South Wales as well mm. um, Smart stick. guy, it's good stick, good bloke And uh, I think we'd finished the game early Got down to the club, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Going yes. back to the club That was Coming back the in the, the days when you do that 2001, 2002 or mm-hmm. some shit Back to the club Yeah, back to the club Because we won as well And uh, first grade was still going great Mail and Hayne open the batting And I've watched This poor leg spinner Just mm-hmm. he completely lost it And Greg Mail Destroyed him And it was Guffaws from the pavilion oh, No Yeah And like as a leg spinner <laughs> yeah. as well You just Your heart broke oh, But guffaws. laughing Yeah Oh yeah Fuck But there's Oh my god Been a while
0: since I've heard a guffaw
1: Yeah Really Yeah I get anxious thinking about it As a leg You know Like small mitts Big mm-hmm. ball Sweaty yeah. Sunscreen Yeah. You know, mm. so you, you get the... <laughs> <laughs> Stop, he's dead. A bit of that sort of gear. Sure.
0: Tell you what, as a leg spinner, bowling to Greg Hayne, the former record holder for most runs in first grade, bowling to his parting partner, the mm. future mm. leading run scorer in the history of first yeah. grade. competition has existed since the Middle Ages, I believe. Yes. Um, yeah, that would have been tough. Pretty tough as a yeah. young leg spinner. But hey, 156 grams. Get it down there. Uh, all right, Pez, the T20 World Cup. It's obviously started... Um, Oman smashed PNG by 10 wickets last night, but then a the big upset, Scotland beat Bangladesh. Now, uh, I feel like a lot of people for our Australian audience anyway, coming, sort of coming back to the podcast because like, you know, cricket's about to start back up here. Australia's playing the first game since the mid-90s, I think it is. Um, so just a bit of a, I like a, a quick rundown of how this comp actually works if people aren't across the T20 World Cup because this, this is actually the first T20 World Cup since 2016, um, which you would think therefore would be like, oh, we should have a bit of interest in this. Um, but, hey, here we are. So the West Indies are the current champions. They bet England in 2016, if you remember that, because I certainly don't. It's like five years ago. Um, so they're, they're playing like the, the qualifying teams. There's group A and group B. There's eight teams in that, four in each. The top two from each of those groups will go into the tournament proper, which is group one and two. Six teams already populate those six. Yeah, six teams will be in that group. There's currently four already in there, qualified Australia, South Africa, England, etc. Um, and then they'll play for the tournament. You know how it works from there. Is um, it
1: like 12? So there's 12 in the tournament Yes, proper, yep. and then it becomes what? And four, then, then two? And then the top two. Yeah, so 12 those, goes into four, goes into two, goes into
0: one. Correct. And then one plays against Mars, I think it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is where Elon Musk is currently uh, populating that planet.
1: Are you like, uh, is it politically correct to say the tournaments began because all of the, um, the associate... Coats are playing? The associate Coats? It's like, ah, oh, yeah, the tournament started yesterday. Did it? It didn't, though. What's did some it. fucking grade cricket on TV. <laughs> <laughs> with respect. i got to say,
0: I do enjoy PNG's kit. That's a good, yeah, kit. Of course. More kits, good kit. More yeah. kits. More kits. And I will say, uh, there's actually, well, I'm not sure how many great cricketers are actually playing in the associate part of this tournament, but uh, a guy that I play with, Chad Sober, he yep. plays for PNG. He played at my club, Gordon, and also ND, so He's playing for PNG. He didn't play in the first game, but um, he's a he's a the, the best human I've ever met in great cricket. So um, good luck to him in PNG. Anyway, they got fucking pumped. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I shouldn't um, shouldn't uh, like sledge the associate nations given. And I believe you're about to say this, but like Scotland's beaten Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. Bangladesh beat Australia four one. That's right. Like Through the week, Ireland beat Bangladesh. Who beat Australia four one? So yeah. you've got basically half the yeah. British and Irish Lions. Yes, beating uh, in rugby, That's right. beating Australia. That's
0: right. I think. I think if Ireland and
1: Scotland make it through, um, England actually becomes Team GB uh, for the, for the <laughs> remainder. I think. Yeah. You know, Australia's going well when it's conceivable that three of the four qualifiers could definitely upset us. Upset? Tor- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry. Uh, you got Wooey Andrew Woo reporting yesterday yeah. morning that. We might need to go through qualifiers to make it to our own tournament we're hosting next year. <laughs> I think that's part of the reason mm. we're hosting it. It's like but a half yeah, like of the Wa- football. Warner gives them a whack.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. He used to anyway. And Maxi gives them a whack. Okay, so the first game the first game of the tournament proper, if you may, and I may not, uh, is Australia and South Africa. Now, the great news is that TGSE are doing a live stream on YouTube because <laughs> the game starts at 9 p.m. Australia time. So uh, that's something for us to watch in Australia for the first time in a long time. But our team is finally going to play a game. Australia is ranked seventh in the world in this, uh, in this format of the game, Pez. And people are saying, well, that puts Australia into dark horses because, you know, we've never really – now, I can't tell if we're dark horses or I'm expecting to be knocked out in the group stage. I honestly can't tell because, you, you know, we've said it before. You look at the names. Hey, some good names. Some good names, oh. some good names for some guys who can do it. And I've seen them do it before.
2: There are
1: guys in the team who have done things. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we're we're, yeah. lo- we're looking for presence based victories here. Yes. Like uh, we're, we're looking for beat them in the tunnel based victories. Nice. Though there are no tunnels. Uh, no, I don't think so in the OIE. And by they, no, I mean no. we are looking for that. Players are not afraid of Australia. Haven't been for a long time But we're like You no. know You spoke to this on our show With uh, Shane Watson It's just like Oh yeah but we've got The gold thing on yeah. And then Tournament We've Australia. won games before So mm-hmm. on the one hand There's like this uh, Mountain of verifiable evidence Both in terms of our rankings mm-hmm. And form And mm. what the players Are bringing to the tournament mm. um, that Chemistry we are, That we're a mediocre Disjointed T20 side And there should be no excuse For our white ball program Being shit Since mm-hmm. tw- 2015 And yet It still kind of is. And on the Mm, other hand, mm. we wear green and gold and we have memories of being good. Fuck yeah. So we're a fucking big shot. Okay,
0: so. That's my analysis. Mate, I think that's right. I'm I'm looking at it. So I've got, can I read you my team for the first game?
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's do it.
0: I've got Finch Warner, Smith three, (gasps) Maxwell four. I've got Marsh at five, Stoinis six. Okay. I've got Wade seven. Yep. And then I've got Agar... 8, Cummins, 9, Stark, 10, Zampa, 11. So CSK winner, Josh Hazelwood, doesn't make it. Wow. And I don't know if he plays who he comes in for,
1: though. Literally the two most informed T20 players in Australian cricket would be Josh Hazelwood, who's just won the T20 World Cup in the UAE, (laughs) omitted, (laughs) and and Mitch, sorry.
0: (laughs) He's already won it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. in my my head, yes.
0: CSK won the World (laughs) Cup. He was wearing gold and yellow and he won some shit. Yellow, exactly.
1: And Mitch Marsh is the only guy who did well batting at three. You want to go chuck him at five, which is, you know, he may as well be in that's, Kazakhstan. That's what I <laughs> – are they playing? Yeah, those decks are fast there. They are
0: quick, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm only that's saying facetiously
1: got. because any way you structure the Australian side, someone misses out and we're course. very greedy for everyone to be involved. Of course. I'm
0: just So you look at that team and you're like, oh, yeah, I can see how they win a game. Yeah. Um, so, like, categorically... I can see how they win again. <laughs> categorically, Australia have to win against South Africa, who are a shambles at the moment, off the field, obviously. There's, we'll, we'll get into what happened at the, in the IPL final later. But, so, South Africa did not choose Faf Duplassie, second-leading run scorer and man of the match in the IPL final last week. No Imran Tahir, who's also playing for CSK. No Chris Morris, who's the record um, IPL um, purchase. What's, mm. I don't know how to phrase that. Yeah. Highest, highest price tag for an IPL player ever. He's playing for Rajasthan. He's not picked either, but they've still got the Cock. David Miller. I think is an awesome player. They've mm. got Rabada, Norkier, Klassen, Markram, van der Dusen. I mean, these guys mm. are giddy. Yep, they've, and they've all done stuff against Australia. But like if Australia don't beat South Africa,
1: you say Shamsi there as well.
0: Uh, I didn't say Shamsi. Number one
1: ranked T Twenty eye bowler in the world. Is he? Yeah. Well, okay. There you go. But Milan's number one ranked bat. So does not mean anything? Yeah. Sure. Hard to tell.
0: But like you know, you look at those names like Dussen and they're like, you'd be like, ah, oh, okay. He's, I, I can tell he's going to score runs in this tournament against Australia. This one game. You know what I mean? Just so, yeah. so So Faf
1: like Faf retired and was like, I, I'm desperate to play for South Africa. Mm. They were like, Yeah, but you're not being part of anything in the lead up to this because he's playing all franchise stuff. They couldn't work anything out. He's pretty pissed off. Yeah. Some some Instagram shit yeah. backs that up. Yeah. Uh Chris Morris, I think so. I was reading this on um Neil Manthorpe's blog. Really really good blog. Rocks so well about South Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Morris not interested in playing. Um okay. Not sure where they landed with Tahir. They couldn't work it out with AB De Villiers. Yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're still pretty good. Still pretty good What I feel
0: like they'll chase Australia's 132
1: in 17.4 overs. <laughs> Man, our contribution so far to this tournament has been that the coach has been posting LinkedIn memes. <laughs> God damn it. He posted them just as we published the show last week. Why well, is it the Japanese soon uh, as no, we, Yeah. yeah uh, so like it's kind of all been said, but I want to pick up one thing that no, hasn't let's pick been it up. said. Come on, you know, JL. Fucking respect, respect the player, respect Mate, the brand. What a player! Um, oh, you know, he posted this on LinkedIn. He posted on Facebook. Posted across a few different places. Couple of platforms. Right. Well,
0: you got it. You got to get a message I out ju- there.
1: I jumped on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Just to uh, we got, we got given premium LinkedIn's after sledging LinkedIn a few months ago. <laughs> That's Thank how you, it works. Kayla. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I fucking so hate. So I Nike. think when
1: I go to Justin Langer on LinkedIn, I don't think he can see that it's me. It's like you know, private. Uh um, oh,
0: unless he, but unless he's got private as well. Fuck. Yeah. Um. Why don't we to other brands like Mercedes? I fucking hate Mercedes Benz. <laughs> they suck.
1: Yeah, you know, I can't think of any brand. It's like a song. Yeah. Um, and I saw <laughs> so so underneath his LinkedIn post there's, uh like a lot of you know as it is with LinkedIn, there's a there's a lot of no, positivity of and and oh look at this fucking state of it, state of it, right. Like, um. A lot of positivity and praise, but there was yeah. one comment that stood out from um, Greg Mo Matthews, oh spin yeah, spin consultant. Hey, what a player! I got to I got to kind of decode what he wrote because oh, some of the language, but it's yeah. T? Begs? Why is everything so difficult? How about letting adults, grown men, be what it is they are? How about keeping the simple things simple? In the history of Australian cricket, no side numerically has the numbers of this bowling attack. Five exclamation marks. And two, and the two strike bowlers, Cummins and Hazelwood, are their better blokes walking the earth. Shane Warne once said something like, coaches are what you're writing to get to the game. I cannot help but think, where the hell... Uh, and why not Trevor Bayless? Would there be so much drama if this incredibly successful coach domestically internationally was running the show? Inverted commas, elite honesty.
0: Wait, so he's commented that on Justin Langer's post. I just
1: write as a fucking Fuck, reply, that reply is, guide. Him. That is a gauntlet, he's a reply guide. Yeah, just one like from someone. Yeah. Uh yeah, S. Perry. No, <laughs> not from S. Perry, not at all. I'm a vehicle of exchanging information. Yes, okay. Don't shoot the messenger. We're uh, so, yeah, I just I just wanted to add that there's a bit of LinkedIn fracker. That's all.
0: Mate, I've got to tell you, a couple of years ago, if I would have seen two greats of the game, Justin Langer and Greg Matthews, going out of LinkedIn, I'm not sure what to make of that. The Mate, state of Australian cricket all of a sudden. Think
1: about some of the great coaches in Australia at the moment. You you, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're Craig Bellamy's. Sure. I know Clarkson's out of a job. Mm. You're Wayne Bennett's. Mm-hmm. Just... And poster Yeah, are they on? Are they sort of? They're not going they, are they knack, knocking about gaslighting on LinkedIn <laughs> as a tournament starts, you well, know, like and getting a bit of reply guy from Greg Matthews. It's some pretty fucking grim stuff.
0: Yeah, that is some grim. I mean, it's good for comedy. I uh, I tweeted to this effect, but um, my favourite part of the whole LinkedIn affair was that Justin Langer has had numerous meetings now, and it's been publicly discussed. I think it's out in the open now that. He's had many meetings with the hierarchy of the team and the team as a whole, maybe some other people at board level or whatever, about changing his behaviour and like his attitudes to the team and stuff. And the the poem that he decided was essentially about don't change for anyone. No, so but it was just
1: he was just I, sharing something his daughter sent him. Oh, just, I just saw that got was his bit of inspiration yeah. and positivity. Oh, I got this text, so I'm going to pop that on LinkedIn. That's it. I pop it on there on the eve of the tournament against yeah. the backdrop of being asked to change. So I think with a picture sh- of a guy smoking in <laughs> a waistcoat, <laughs> kind of like a gruff like Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Actually, might have been John I Peterson. think the guys of Wisdom said it was like, it read like um, an algorithm of everything Jordan Peterson had ever said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like
0: it. Well, it seems to be going pretty well. I like that. So yeah, I think Australia's, Australia's a good shot. Australia's looking really good. Good. Shot. Yep. good shot there. The
1: environment should be good for guys to express themselves. Yeah, having a good time over there.
0: Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's that. Um, I, in- I expect Australia to win against South Africa?
1: No. I don't know. Oh, this is this is the confusing bit. Sorry. I know we would probably just finished off there. But no, no, like, no, 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 no. You know. Yeah. Yep. Everything points towards uh, them being all over the shop. And then also it's Australia. So win. I wonder what happens if it's like just an absolute car crash, which I
0: semi expect to be. Oh, mate. I don't know if I expect it, to be honest. Like, it, like all the ingredients are there, but I still think Australia in a tournament, like in my brain, because I grew up in the era where we won shit. It's still like, oh no, like, Steuern is good player, like, Maxwell, wonderful tournament, Finch, Warner, Smith, you know, like, it, it's all there. I and mean, like, oh, they should, like, they're just better. But yeah. then i like, yeah, but, yeah, but what about Nokia? Can we play him? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, other teams have good players too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's international Absolutely cricket. So. Yeah, but it's Australia. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, just completely, just so all flitting back. I actually and forth. don't
0: know what I'm expecting here because, yeah, as I say, all the ingredients are there for a complete fuck up this tournament. And so I guess my question to that extent is, like, what happens if that's the case? Like, is Justin Lane just guaranteed to be... I, mate, and why does it also feel like fucking... It, it's a World Cup, the first World Cup for five years in this format, and we're talk, We're spending all this time talking about the coach. Oh,
1: because which, the which, coach... You know, be man,
0: he's post-profit. doing it. I know, he's doing it. That's what I mean. What the fuck? What? And it's just supposed to be like the most normal thing. Like, it's a fu- it's just the weirdest <laughs> thing. So weird.
1: Um... Nick Hockley was asked about it. The Cricket Australia CEO was asked about it on ABC a few days ago, and he said words well, to the effect of um, that that uh, you know his contract is up in mid next year, and he he is guaranteed to do this job and the ashes. Uh, so, sort of full support of the board. No, he was asked. I, I think that they are. I think Cricket Australia have are now aware that it's sort of. They're pretty keen to move on after the Ashes, but I mm. don't think they have mm. the um, political mm. uh, bravery to make that move now. And I think that uh, I think that they're misjudging it because I I think they're inviting. They they think that by not moving him on now that they're avoiding trouble and I think by not moving him mm. on now they're bringing trouble uh, because if they lose mm. a game the first game or two it's not just us no. you can see people lining up already it's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah, and yeah. and the, the players mm. and Andrew did another good article about them um uh having to share some blame as well how many good players there are and what their win percentage is even before Langer sure, but like sure, there's sure. there's history there mm. in this current environment If yeah. one or two things go wrong uh the, yeah. the players will be out for him as well and yeah. everybody will leak against each other and it will yeah. just continue on they're just cricket australia yeah. hoping that you know like it's like we were saying you know Sib- Sibley nicking off he's carrying a lot of the can mm. for the summer he's mm. not coming out now mm. glenn maxwell getting a hot hand mm. he's carrying a lot now mate we are desperate to lose in the semi-final just to fucking do enough exactly do enough it's the enough tournament
0: i, I think my perspective of this tournament as well just focusing in australia and again is is um is a little bit skewed now having like experienced the IPL for the first time. Obviously, we've spent the last yeah. part of this year like covering the IPL and just seeing how big that tournament is and then realising in my own mind that that's just going to be the future of it. And the IPL is only going to get bigger. And it's going to become more, become more important. And also the T20 format, because of that, is going to be p- become more and more important. And Australia has only ever made one final in the mm. 14 or so years since the first World Cup, mm. T20 World Cup. Um, and it's like, how come we've never taken this seriously when c- quite clearly this is going to be the future of the game. And, like, mm. Australia has absolutely no excuse to not be one of the best three teams coming into every single international tournament, given the importance that the sport has in the country. Mm. And so we're just, like, just going to absolutely, like, just burn this tournament because the coach has, like, whatever power he has in the tournament. I mean, it's, it's disgusting, to be honest. I think but scorches it, ball from 2011 could... Could do the, it. Could do the trick. Could do it. Um, all right. Well, um, just have a look at the Indian team. Um, I, I noticed they brought in uh, Dhoni as mentor. I mean, fuck, that's the end of that.
1: Yeah. Well, we that's could the get The
0: safety it. of MS Dhoni, who's just won the IPL. I noticed
1: every team when they listed their like their team squad, you mm. know, and done in uh, like the con- the convention of it was to list the team and the coach all the way down. But India got to do team coach mentor. Well, they can do whatever they want. Where's our? Because uh, we've we've got fucking mentors oh. coming out of our eyeballs. That's right. Where's our mentor? We, uh, Australia could Australia wants nothing more than a mentor at the moment. We'll both kill for a mentor. Oh, in sporting and political contexts. <clears throat> yeah, we we need a dad more than ever. Hundred percent. And where's our dad? He's with his family in Portsy, <laughs> Sorrento. He's preparing for Channel Seven duties. Exactly, as he should be. Just like, just like us. Um,
0: I'm looking at that team. Kay Rahul, Ra- Kaya Rahul, one of the best IPL tournaments this year. Rohit Sharma, probably the best white ball player ever. Virat, he's good. Rishabh Pant, Hardik Pandya, Jadeja, Chakravarty, mystery spin, Boomerah—that's uh, the best team by about twice as good as anyone else.
1: Yeah, it should be a pretty good team. What happens if?
0: But India, this is the thing with India. Like they've they've had they've always had good teams, and they very often don't win tournaments. Like they they sh- they should win this. Mate, tournament.
1: you know how good India are going when a, all the available evidence is that Virat Kohli is a weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, batting, I mean with and I say that with respect, like because if he finds a hot hand, yeah, can, how well, do you that, stop him?
0: That's the thing with the test team at the moment, isn't it? I mean, they're doing so well. Second to New Zealand, of course, but like with him out outscoring a run for oh, a hundred for two years or some shit like that now. But I mean, yeah. I suppose like with India's always had great batters, but their bowling attack at the moment is just sensational. And a guy who holds it together, Jadeja, I still think Jadeja's underrated, because Jadeja might actually be the best cricketer in the world at the moment. All skills. Yeah. And he just holds everything together in that Because we
1: just see it at like from a distance we go a bit of you know some bits and pieces there.
0: Yeah, it is. The bits and pieces it's, are very substantial. Yeah, he's quite quite a good bits and pieces cricketer. That's right. It's like what James Hopes was. <laughs> he's Revenge to <of> James was <laughs> James Hopes. Poor man's James yeah. Hopes. <laughs> sort of a poor Collingwood, sort of stump to stump stuff, middle order, good fielder and that. <laughs> <laughs> um I think England are next most likely, but they've got huge misses of Sam Curran, Tom Curran's replacing him actually, ironically, but Stokes and Archer, huge misses. But I still look mm. at their team, Besto, Roy, Milan, Butler, Livingston, Moeen, yeah. Moe and Morgan, I guess. Um, they've had a horrendous IPL. But uh, that's that's probably the second best team. That, yeah. And, and the next most likely to do something.
1: De- definitely. And a very mature white ball program. They mm. know what they're doing. Mm. You know this tournament means something to them. Yes, no Stokes and Archer mm. hurts. And they win. They win a lot. They win. and. Yeah. Morgan is blind now but he is blind he's now. A, he's a his captaincy is worth a lot. I mean there's a reason why Evidently, yeah. KKR and CSK were in the final two blind dads were yeah. captaining yep. contributed almost nothing but they know where they know the game. They know where to put players and Morgan Morgan's like, huge in that regard. A Lot of cr- yeah. criticism of the way he's treated various players. Don't get on the fucking wrong side of him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also don't ask him about things he's tweeted before. <laughs> but yeah, uh yeah. Those things aside, he's Worth a lot there as has well. Has
0: that um has his captaincy snuck up on you in the importance of it? Because I hadn't appreciated it until the IPL. I'd never really even when they even when he won the World Cup. Obviously, you can't yeah, win the World Cup. He hasn't
1: done it in Australia.
0: Well, th- yeah, there's that <laughs> as well. Yeah, what's done for the Thunder though? <laughs> <laughs> we bat him at seven. Don't rate him.
1: <laughs> yeah, England, uh, India, then England, then England, and, and then and then, and then West I've, Indies. I've
0: got I've got Pac- Pakistan could be anything because no one knows because no one plays against them anymore because we're all scared. Um, but Babar Azam, as Mickey Arthur said on the show a couple of weeks ago, he, I think, I, I sort of put words in his mouth, but he said that he could potentially be Pakistan's best ever cricketer. I mean, that's fucking huge. He's, he, he's one of the best, if not the best T20I batter in the world, Babar Azam. They've got Shahin Shartafri, who's doing some good shit. Rizwan's had an amazing couple of years. They've got, it's got elements.
1: PAC, UAE. It's almost as so other players have good teams. Other teams have good players. Yeah, but yeah. can they do it
0: against Australia? Against the yeah. big boys. Yeah, it's all right. They <laughs> see the, uh, the green
1: and gold yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. underneath the Southern Cross, huh? <laughs> um, and then And then the West Indies Are my West Indies again Could be A bit like Pakistan Could be anything I mean they've got The most powerful team As, uh, as uh, Andrew McDonald Said on the show Maybe a month or so ago most powerful team In the world cricket By a distance I mean apart from Chris Gale Being a world class dickhead um, Saying he doesn't Rate Curly Ambrose Not going to talk to him Talk to him anymore Yeah I think there's uh, only one winner There in terms of good blokes
1: Coats everywhere But coats again everywhere. we can hardly Complain about that
0: True True Curly Ambrose made a good point because he was saying, all he said was that he wasn't sure that Chris Garr was an automatic selection for the West Indies team given what he's done the last 18 months, which you look at the record. He's highly, when he scored 50 against Australia, it was his first 50 in about three and a half years in for the West Indies. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's maybe the best ever T20 player at the moment um, in the history of the code. But, uh, but he makes a good point. But it may still, apart from that, West Indies bowling, not great, but the batting is, if they get a, if they get a road, they can score 230.
1: I know, imagine if they brought in Sun On Ryan. Yeah. He missed a fitness test or some shit. <laughs> it must be a horrendous schooner. He missed a bloke
0: test, I think. <laughs> um okay, now with the T20 World Cup, uh, we'll be doing our uh, reviews on YouTube. If you wanna if you just consume TJC through the ears, you can get the audio exclusively on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash great cricketer. We're doing uh, Australia, England and India uh, daily. So that the day after those games we'll be doing a review uh, morning after games, and we're also doing live streams for the Australia games, which start at nine PM. Which I think there's three of them. The first of which is on Saturday against South Africa. So jump on YouTube and join our live stream, uh, and you uh, you know you get some scores, and you listen to us start uh, talking some shit uh, about the cricket. Uh, if that's what you want to do. Um, the Ashes, Pets, or you're just rolling the Ashes and yeah. the Marsh Cup and the Sheffield Shield. It's just yeah. Australian cricket generally. I suppose yeah. the biggest news of the week is uh, uh got hit in the head again at the nets. I think he was down the junction over. He was just having a net and he got hit in the head again and he was showing signs of concussion uh, or symptoms of another concussion, which I think is close to double figures now he's had concussions. Uh, how old is he? 23. Three, yeah. 23. That many concussions, which I think started from an injury in AFL when he was a junior. I think that's his first one. But um, mate, this is almost a yearly story now for this guy, which is so sad given the what his potential and what his ceiling is. There's a bit of miscommunication about it. Tim Payne sort of was in, was insinuating that um, it's bad and he, he's unlikely to start in the Ashes, and now Marcus Harris is going to replace him. And but then the Cricket Victoria doctor said no, it's actually not a major setback, and he's going to be okay. And so a bit of mis- miscommunication. The, the general sense though immediately is that. Um, this is a young guy who just keeps getting hit in the head, and that's really um, scary for his long term health because that's all anyone really cares about, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, but also
0: runs for Australia is good.
1: <laughs> hey, Pokowski playing for Australia is a big personal, personally appealing for me. You're just just watching it, sure. it as an object. That's he right. Plays for Australia as an object. Yeah, he's coming to the studio, but yep. for the purposes of this, he's yeah. an object. It. Yep. I want hair out the back of his head, blonde yeah. hair, young. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Plays video games. Yeah. Uh, Imagines Boomer at the SCG in video game Because he hasn't played at the SCG before mm-hmm. uh, yeah. He's he's said that he wants to score 30 test tons Australia yeah. needs bats it, yeah. it touches a lot of like yeah, deep-seated nice. safety that I need 36-year-old I, I take 30 tons Two kids, 23-year-old gives me safety yep. No problems there <laughs> yep. but, uh, Sounds good, mate um, <laughs> 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 It was so, such a shame to read that you've been hit in the head And yeah, you're, yeah. you're right I mean, I, w- I wouldn't write off Not write off, but like Tim Payne spoke to him personally. Yeah, you know, and, they, they're, and they're friends. Like, yeah, yeah, their mates. Spoke to him personally and and was saying things like he was shattered for him. And uh, yeah, that he said Marcus Harris should, you know, will probably become the front rider. I mean, the entire intimation was that he was going to at least miss the start of the summer. That was obviously early days. Um, then it emerges later, like he didn't feel too bad once he got hit in the head. He drove home from training. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would know better than to do that, given his history and stuff. Mm. Un- unless it wasn't that bad. So mm. you're, you're right. There's now some. There's now sort of a few competing accounts. I'd trust Cricket Victoria's account. Yeah. Um. It says. As, I've said this before. You know. It says as much about pain just having to talk on a radio show. Every, you know that this is even an issue. But yeah. I think the main thing is that, like, you know, we're going to get a lot of traumatic brain injury experts over the next few weeks as well. Oh yeah. You know, everyone, everyone saying their bit about what he needs to do with his head. His head. He's got a lot of doctors around him. I'm sure if he turns up for the first test mm. it'll be because he's good to go uh, yeah. and it and it is his call and he's a, he's a he's a smart person will and he's got a lot of good people around him as well so you just like trust, us like us yeah. you yeah, yeah just sort of what's out what do you yeah. like I was actually asking him throwdowns yeah
0: just set him up didn't know he's a dog stick <laughs>
1: I had the dog stick, I'm sorry, but it slipped out. He wanted half follies. You know? just, oh, I, was just, I got like, bored. He's like, "Can you use a dog, dog stick? Like, oh, yeah. I'll, do uh, yeah, well. I'll do anything." Yeah, I'll well. do anything. Will? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I yeah. wear your
0: baggy green? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was actually wearing his helmet, which is why he didn't have one. We're supposed to doing spin. A bit of concussion stuff.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's 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 in quite poor taste. <laughs> um. <laughs> now we obviously hope Will's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, well, I suppose in in the other sense of the ashes, uh, Stuart Broad has said that uh, he thinks the Gabba test holds the key to the entire uh, tournament. Uh, And I suppose in a lot of ways it does because if Australia don't win that, then it can't be (laughs) 5-0. Just going to keep running with that. Jimmy Anderson said he's got it. You know that Tim Payne's got to keep it respectful. Got to keep the yeah, comments respectful. Yeah, um, keep it respectful. Obviously, obviously, Ingle will be the arbiters of what isn't isn't respectful. Um, but uh, we've obviously put the call out to what 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 the uh, what the fans think.
1: Just 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 with, just with Anderson, yeah. Keep it respectful. That's that's brilliant. Like that is actually brilliant from James Anderson. How so? Uh, well, it's like the sort of the equivalent of calling somebody who's upset histrionic, like. Uh, he he may as well have replaced respectable with civil. Do you oh, know what I mean? Yes. An English person telling Aussies mm-hmm. uh, that you know they will be the arbiter of what civilized is, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. Tim Payne's comments, which were actually when you listen to them very benign, yeah, um, were just a bit just lacking the respect. And as you said, they will be the arbiters. That is like Chief Wiggum. To the fucking rabid dogs <laughs> shit, you know, yeah. whining them up. Just yeah, yeah, throw yeah. that meat there. Yeah. Um, us being the rabid dogs. Yes. Um, Anderson is now Prince Philip from the Crown, which makes no sense because <laughs> he's a gruff man from Burnley. Uh but uh yeah. yeah, so you know, now now the conversation, eight weeks out from the ashes is, mm-hmm. well, there's a World Cup, do we have to do this phony war shit or whatever? And now there's yeah. a reaction to the phony war, shouldn't be there. There's a few people writing about that, but then there's a reaction to the reaction. You know the backlash to the backlash. This yeah, is just yeah. an internet cycle that we see. Nice, right? Uh, and with that in mind, I did appreciate those who continued on with the visceral minute that we put that we launched a TGC's few weeks ago. Visceral minute. TGC, yeah, a great title. Definitely yeah. one that rolls off the tongue. Clicky. Yeah, real clicky. Yeah. And uh, thanks yeah. to those who who contributed. So we've just got. We just want to play both back back to back. Oh, which of the first one was? Yeah, have, have okay. A little... Okay. Um, where am I looking? Yeah, this this is me, so. Yeah. Yeah, this this is the the one of from the UK, the yeah. first the first yeah, one. We'll I, I we'll like
2: Here, Tim Payne, mate, it's Franco. Gonna well, have a little word with you, right? Start
1: thinking you're a bloody dog bollock, just you got some bloody torture, alright? <laughs> you know what? Jim Anderson, he got a podcast. It's bang average. So is Mark Wood, he got a podcast too. It's slightly better. So don't go thinking you're a dog's bollocks because you talk a bit, right? Because some people, right, they talk as well. <laughs> uh, it makes a good point. It makes some it really, people that's do a talk franco, as well. Franco. I like a Franco. Thanks, thanks, and, uh, thanks, for, thanks for sending it in. This one's from Zachary, um, Australian. Just get the fuck over <laughs> here so we
0: can fucking send you packing, you whinging pack of useless fucking hashtag banter kink. Fucks. fucking did you a favor last year tried to help yous out and you want to pull this shit now not to mention you ghosted poor pakistan but you're fucking scared of them too aren't you just go and get all the way fucked you pack of mildly medium-paced cook technique over entitled shit kickers the only way you can't ever win anything is by cheating with replacement fielders, runs off deflections, mm. and by fielding a team filled with anyone but Englishmen. How fucking pathetic! <laughs> um,
1: Pat and Cole are going to make you look like the kids. You're going, you really are. <laughs> Fuck off. So, uh, thank you for yeah, those. England
0: are the cheats. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thanks for those contributions and to others. We're going to try and get through them all. Uh, if if that inspires anything in you, uh, feel free to to send it in. You know, we're just the vehicles to put this out. Um, so English, Australian, uh, any other nation, you know, whatever you whatever you want. If you've got a, if you've got visceral feelings, chuck it out there.
0: Yeah, it's for the ashes. So it's for
1: the, it's for the ashes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we're neither four against the phony war. It's just we're just we're just vehicles, you know. Um Osman Kowaja scored 158 at Caron Rolton Oval,
0: so he should play for Australia again. Thoughts?
1: Well, he has to be in the mix, doesn't he? I mean, there's a there may be an opening spot and there is a number five spot open, and Kawaja averages over 40. Yeah. He's yeah. obviously in form. Um well, Langer's fighting for his job, just needs to win the Ashes. And, you know, mm. Kowaja backed him on YouTube. So um, yeah. he's a safe pair of hands at home. So yeah. politically and uh, I guess he's, you know, a guy in form. My feeling with that is that I don't
0: think he is in form. I think he's scored had a number of low scores beforehand. He scored 150 out in the second innings here. And that's a great innings. And I think that Usman is like one of the, he probably is one of the top six batsmen in the country at really any point in the last 10 years he probably has been i think i don't know if he's it's so hard man, with sheffield shield and like the runs at at great ovals in south australia like how much to actually weigh into that because lots well, this of is on adelaide oval though i was you in start? adelaide i oh, thought yeah. i was in canberra okay and, uh, my apologies
1: My apologies. and it was a pretty spicy wicket early on so okay. it's worth a little while well bit second
0: in his runs but so.
1: <laughs> so typically tougher runs so yeah, yeah, mate, so what? Yeah, no, yeah, say what? No, i just say so. Yeah, it's just so. a saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just, I mean, uh, second innings, yeah. So the template had one yeah, side. And yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Oh, got right. oh, add, add some weight to that, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, oh, he's played before.
0: <laughs> 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 you must have been a good player. Not really. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting way. He's 34. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, would he score runs at home? Yes, he would. What? Well, you said this the other week. Like, why do I feel like if Sean Marsh played in this Ashes batting at five, he would also score shitloads of runs? Is that necessarily the right answer? I'm not sure. I mean... Could Kawaja play international cricket again for another th- three years? Th- yes, probably.
1: I think like
0: uh, so. Uh, sorry, my point is, I'm not so certain that like him scoring a hundred is like just absolutely like first first cab off the rank again. Now, I, I'm not sure it's as simple as that with Usman.
1: I think that he's left al- thousands of test runs in the in the bank. Agreed. Uh, whether he or the environment has or, or whatever. I feel like the spot, you know, averaging 40 with the number of test tons that he's got and what he's achieved is incredible in and of itself. It's yeah. a I say it as a as a compliment to how good I think he is. Mm-hmm. If Usman Khawaja is in form and he's loving his cricket and wants to get involved, I think I'd feel very safe seeing him there at number five. He, mm-hmm. he's, uh, he was anointed. I think he's probably got more test tons in him. I think the Australian team, the Australian, Cricket Australian administration and not looking past the ashes for anything. There's nothing about this ashes series that will be mm. developmental. It's 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 yeah, a true. series in and of itself, and point. England have treated it that way too. Mm. And so, if you're just looking at a one-off, it's like buying a car, you know, if so you want a one-off negotiation and just totally stiff somebody because you don't have to keep the relationship longer, mm. yeah, a bit of a stretch metaphor there uh then Kwaja's right up there as a guy he he could walk into test cricket not be overawed if he's in form he can bat 5 he can open the batting uh, i'd like i'd like to see him in the side cuz i like him and think he's a good fella i you oh, know, man, I, agree. No, I agree what he said in, on youtube was weird but no, no arguments
0: yeah. about that and all of that actually it's interesting you know when you feel like uh when you see a guy like just for instance with me just watching kwaja score that 100 there and that's that's his record speaks for itself It's really good. And I think we don't, we didn't appreciate how good it was because we're still searching for all of our top six, actually seven, including Gilchrist, to average more than 50 or about 50 because that's kind of the marker in our brains of what yeah. a test batter should have. And then you look at every other team in the world and they're like, no, everyone, if you average more than 40, you're a good player. Um, it's, uh, I suppose, to think about it, I'm like, well, if, if it's not him, then who else? Like, there's not really that many guys who exist in Shield cricket or in any domestic cricket around the world except for probably India. Where there's like these guys just like racking up runs like we had in the '90s in Australia, yeah. Because they don't really exist anymore, you mm. know. And like,
1: um well, who who was the pool? We are eight weeks out, but for number five, Travis Head, yeah. um, that the player who played in the last series, which people would forget, is Matt Wade. Wade. I think he's yeah. gone. I mean, Wade, but gone, Travis yeah. Head, um, Moses Enriquez was the yeah. was probably the incumbent he for probably South, Africa. Played in South Africa. Yeah, yep, right up there. Now Usman's involved. Yeah, and. It's hard, mm. it's, hard, it's hard really to think of yeah. anybody else.
0: So he scored a few runs for Queensland. Jimmy Pearson scored He scored runs in this game as well.
1: I, right think, I good, think he's a while good, off, but good like, judges say mm. that the next keeper is Pearson, Inglis or Carey. Yeah. Pearson being right in and amongst that. Yeah. Uh, so mm. that's the number seven yeah, spot. That's the number seven spot, yeah. But Cameron, you're right, mate. But who is five? Yeah, fired? for five,
0: yeah. It's, it, and it's interesting that Cam Green is just he's locked, <laughs> which I think is probably valid because...
1: I suppose that's the development selection, isn't it? It's mm. like look at it, two hundred yeah. centimeters yeah. there or thereabouts. How big is yeah, it? Yeah, five.
0: There's probably only there yeah, three players. I so can't a good, think. There's not a New South Welshman in there. I yeah. Don't think. Yeah. Yeah. So probably just three guys. Yeah.
1: Three guys for that spot. Mm. I think if you're English, you'd if you sort of see Kawaja, in form, a bit older, mm. you'd be like, uh, prefer not to see him. He'll do enough.
0: So true. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't even because like there's a tour to India next year. This time next year for Australia. Which is just not even on the horizon anyway. Which just it's just these Ashes series, which again I think is a factor of like what's happening with the coach and stuff. Like there's exactly. no there's no focus on what's happening after this. There's no focus on this fucking tournament we're about to start on Saturday. Yeah. Like it's just the Ashes, which we could win without a coach. We win that fucking thing without with ten players probably.
1: They're, I just think the entire administration is trying to get through fucking this no, World mate. Cup and the Ashes yeah. um, to avoid like how have we got here exactly.
0: And I don't think it's a pandemic thing.
1: It's a fa- it's a failure of leadership yeah. at the top. It really mm. it really is. Mm. It's a failure of vision and leadership mm. uh, that I've always believed. There's a better team within those players. There a much much better team. Absolutely, back, um, absolutely. Yeah. So sort of four or five nil would have thought.
0: Um, I just. Uh, I- we were talking what's WhatsApp the other day. The WBBL was under threat for a short period of time anyway because someone fucking sneezed in Tasmania. Yeah, Is it more just like border stuff going on here? Yeah. They're going to cancel the whole tournament. Do you know more about that?
1: Well, I know that they looked at it and very quickly decided it was possible to run the tournament run the without tournament. anybody at the yeah. game. Yeah. And I have to say on the WBBL, like, honestly, I've needed a break from cricket. Yeah. And so I hold my hands up and say oh, I really haven't yeah. got into it. but. I have seen highlights, and the thing that stands out to me is that you can tell that it's taking a much firmer place in the um, in the in the summer. It's yeah, place in the summer yeah. in in stature. And the thing that stuck out to me, just looking at highlights in front of me, is the fielding's really good. Mm. Like they're very they're, they're very athletic. A mm. whole bunch of great catches over the weekend. Patterson on the boundary. Alana King, Caught and Bold, Shafali Verma run out. The Indians are involved. It's uh, it's looking really good, but I can't add much more mm. because I didn't really watch it.
0: Mm. Mm. That's a weakness, mate, isn't it? Yeah, I had a whole bunch of notes here, but I won't actually share those. Nice, yeah. Um, the IPL. I no, no, share them. <laughs> the IPL. <laughs> Bez, um, CSK won the final. Um, maybe Donny's last game of cricket. I think he said he, he said afterwards that uh, he'll have to think about what's best for the franchise of uh, Chennai Super Kings. There's obviously a mega auction coming up. Do you know when the mega auction is? Must no. be the next few weeks because the next tournament starts in... 20 weeks. 20 weeks. Yeah, good. 20, good little break. 20 weeks. Get a real break there. Um, the general impressions, I mean, we spoke about this on YouTube and also Patreon about that general impressions of the IPL. Uh, as someone, as two guys who had not seen it before, not, uh, not really experienced it, but um, turns out the IPL is really good. The standard is um, probably by a factor of 10, uh, the best domestic tournament. It's very close to international cricket standard. Uh, In fact, in some instances, it actually might be slightly higher because the domestic Indian players are often the best players in the game itself uh, ahead of like, you know, overseas superstars, especially spinners. Um, But some of the batsmen are just fucking unbelievable Um, guys that you sort of might have heard the names of or pronounced poorly in the past. Are just, you watch them and you are like, oh, these are technically the soundest players I've seen. In a generation, there was incredible cricketers over there. It's a real shame this year with the IPL with the second stage of that, or well, the first stage. I think there was barely any fans or no fans in the first stage, and then in when it moved to the UAE, there was no fans. I think they had like some ownership tickets kind of going around the UAE for the finals, but or for the playoffs, but um yeah it turns out the IPL is really good and it's only going to get bigger there's going to be more teams going to it and I understand why not just from a uh, money uh, aspect but the whole circus surrounding the IPL um players are only going to choose that more and more over um traveling all around the world in these like bilateral series for international cricket as like as shitty as that might sound to someone who hasn't consumed the IPL before you think no international cricket is the pinnacle and it is the pinnacle, but the rigmarole of everything else when you don't need to, cause you can do one tournament for six, eight, ten weeks or whatever you're actually there for, for several million dollars. Oh, that sounds pretty good. I might just do that. Eh? Yes. Thoughts. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> don't, you can't I got see some anymore. Water. You want some water? <laughs> <laughs> That's not water.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah mate. Do something with that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> no question for, with it. Thoughts? Short ball there. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, all good. I, yeah, I think um, like I tweeted something like that as well about being the first experience of the IPL. Mm-hmm. It's probably really annoying to read. Like, i how many? We've read so many people say the same thing. Oh, I get the IPL now. You know, mm-hmm. I like, oh, do, you mate. Good on you. Yeah. But then then you become that yeah. person, and I, yeah. I I said something like. Yeah, I, I can understand the hype now or whatever. And like somebody wrote back, because uh, you should always, you know, always read the comments. Yeah, that's But right. like, if you haven't got into the IPL until now, maybe cricket is not for you. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and I was just like, you don't understand how deep a comment that is. You know? <laughs> like, I think you're right. Yeah. In fact, I wish someone had told me that when I was eight. Yeah. You know, it would save me a lot of time. Yeah. And trauma? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pain, yeah. We could have done a football podcast.
0: Oh yeah. Way more fun. Yeah. Cover it's Saudi so, Arabia. Yeah, a bit
1: of ownership stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be uh, good.
0: So uh, we were talking before about Faf Duple C uh who uh, scored eighty six I think in the final. Yeah, always the trust
1: always trust Riggs.
0: Second leading run scorer in the tournament. Um and then Cricket South Africa Twitter slash Insta, their social media account. Uh, congratulated uh for in the IPL, who was uh um he was part of CSK but uh, didn't actually play yeah, Did he play any games? You might have don't played, so. no, I don't think so. I don't
1: think he got a gig.
0: So Imran Tahir was also at CSK, He was playing a couple of games. But Faf was the second-lander-run score. He played every game. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Cricket South Africa uh, congratulated Ndidi for winning the IPL. And Faf just replied, are you serious? Then Dale Steyn was jumping online. just being like, this is massive disrespect. Uh, you know, Imran Tahir and Faf have done so much for CSA and all this stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. St- well, I don't know. No respect. At least,
1: at least they jump. They're they're all reply guys, you know. Yeah. And Geedy gets the the gig, but uh, you know, at least Faf and and um and Dale and those guys jump on. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to pretend for a second to be able to untangle whatever the fuck's going on in South African cricket. So I wouldn't want to uh, fuck with yeah. Stone. Yeah, they're going to beat us. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I don't really know what else to say, mate. And
0: uh, just <laughs> just quickly before we speak to uh, Nathan Lyon. Um, Rahul is, Dravid is the heavy favourite to take over as Indian uh, coach at uh, when Shastri retires after the T20 World Cup, um, which I, he's, he's, he's sort of um, um, distanced himself in the past about taking the job. but He's applied in principle. Yeah. He's going to get mean? it then. And, and all these players love him. Yeah. He seems like a Bayless kind of thing where, like, just get out of the way, do whatever you want, I'll give you a game, just support you. Fuck, I'd love a coach like that.
1: Mate, what about just the, a, a coach like stepping down while they're ahead? Yeah. You know, true transition stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not like, let's just wait for the massive car crash and you have to rebuild mm. it piece by piece. Mm-hmm. Rebuild that car that's Reports, crashed. fucking yeah. investigations. Exactly. Yeah. Limbs everywhere. Mm. Um, surgery and stuff. But And then mm-hmm. instead, yeah, they he quits a while, he's ahead. He gets replaced by a statesman in Dravid, you know. Like, Shastri is sort of a... Buccaneering type, Maverick. They do He's it a that buccaneer, way. Isn't he? With with Coley mm-hmm. real alpha stuff. Mm-hmm. And now they get Dravid iron fist, velvet glove. Mm-hmm. We're fucked.
0: Yeah. This is the end. Donny there, fucking mentoring World Cup, Rohit Sharma's gonna take over. <laughs> <laughs> what have
1: we got? Yeah. Any what? car crashes, Rindia? What have we got? I don't know what we've got. We need uh, yeah. We've got we've got stuff. We've got a lot of good people in Australian cricket. They're just uh, busy.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're busy, they're busy. <laughs> All right, Pez. Before we speak to Nathan, Nathan Line, let's thank our dear friends, Budgie Smuggler. Use code Champ at checkout, and as I said before, watch that magic happen at uh, au, if that's your preference, if that's where your geographical location is, as opposed to other locations, which yep. are um, bilateral. What does that mean? I'm not sure. Uh, custom smugglers pairs. Are you excited for the summer? We're just coming out of lockdown here. Good news. I mean, uh, New South Wales, have already been out of lockdown. Victoria, not too far behind. The rest of the country, I don't know what the fuck's going on there. We're sort of our own countries here at the moment. but
1: Yeah, oh, oh, no, I've de- definitely been um pretty – I've pr- probably been – Affected by the lockdown more than I'm willing to understand uh, at the moment. Sure. And uh, when we came out of the last one after four months, I was like, oh, yeah, a bit emotional about that, really. Yeah. Kept it all down during the time. Of course. and course. we've been in for the same amount of time. Push so the most, down. Yeah, most lockdown city and stuff. Everything going real well. That's so right. come out in a couple of days' time. Mm-hmm. Um, the saddest thing is learning that with, a, with two um, very, very young kids that I don't think it really impacts me at all. I have a very, very conditioned uh, rhythm <laughs> for my life. I won't be getting to a pub anytime soon. Right. Um, but if you do want custom smugglers... <laughs> I thinking we are just talking about pirates, you know. But I was thinking about I was thinking
0: about just the people who want they be smuggling all summer long. I mean, this could oh, be yeah. this could be the hot girl summer that we've all needed. Yeah. Um, coming up. I mean, this could be absolutely ca- – if I'm in my early 20s, which I like to think of that I still am. Just absolute chaos just just knocking about. Yeah. I'm just knocking absolute about.
1: Absolute chaos with your smugglers. Yep. We we're talking about pirates before. Yes, we were. Some ideas. Were we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um Ravi Shastri is a oh, buccaneer, buccaneer yeah. yeah, Buccaneer is a pirate
0: Yes, Tampa Bay Buccaneers
1: yeah, um, Some notorious pirates through time Blackbeard yep. uh, Sir Francis Drake Captain Samuel Bellamy Ching Shi Bartholomew Roberts yeah. Captain Kig Henry Morgan And Calico Jack I think Calico Jack's from Octonauts My, my, my son watches that Which one was your favourite one? Oh, Blackbeard, Blackbeard For sure, Beard. yeah No, yeah. he definitely lived up to his fearsome reputation He entered every battle with a bevy of weapons Including knives, pistols and two swords um, At his most powerful He had four ships in his fleet And 300 loyal pirates to man them What's amazing is that you weren't actually reading that That was just the top of your Yeah, top of the head. without blinking mm.
0: com. <laughs> T Twenty Stars Pez,
1: T Twenty Stars. Yeah,
0: all right. Our dear friends, our dear the friends at T
1: Twenty Stars. We had our final show with Shane Watson through the week. It wasn't that good. It was good, and he should be snapped up by yeah. uh, one of. I'm the commentary shocked team. that he
0: is not already in talks. Well, as far as we know, he's not. He might
1: be, but he, he has he has a similar uh, like knowledge of cricket as Ricky Ponting. The way well, he talks about ben it, the makes- way he like so. He's so cogent and clear when yeah. he dissects a game of cricket. Mm-hmm. And all of the great commentators, I suppose, ponting aside, they all have a certain mortality in their cricketing career. You know, there's something that didn't go quite right for them. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that's the case with Shane Watson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about leaving runs in the bank and stuff, which he, which he talks about as well. He's mm. got so much to offer, mm. uh, which he did for us uh, comically. So, mm. so um. Quiet incongruous. Uh, Quiet incongruous. Didn't deserve it in any way. But
0: now he's still doing stuff off the field and he's making cricket affordable again. Making cricket
1: affordable again. Isn't uh, he, he's, just, he's just so noble. Mate, he's an entrepreneur. Yeah. Shane Watson. When he did his podcast, he did it himself. You know, he lo- he worked out everything. Total labours of love, those things. Why would you do it? He's uh, Club cricket's back in yeah. action. he goes.
0: Sorry, yeah, I just drifted off for a second. Yeah, yeah. I was
1: just thinking about Shane Watson's cover drive and your career. But most of the. Um, yeah. It's back for most of the country and for New South Wales and Victoria. Uh, so it's all going to kick off in a couple of weeks' time. Some yeah. good news for both those states as well. Recently, you can get free and fast delivery at T20Stars.com. Bat pads, gloves, balls. They've got the whole thing. It's not just sticks. Mm. Um, we'll have a bat review coming out shortly too. Um, there's a very special offer for every T20 Stars cricket bat purchase. Uh, you get a free quality training cricket ball as well. So you don't have to uh, steal balls. From training anymore. Mm. I mean you can you still do it. You can still steal, steal it. it, but then you yeah. have yeah. one extra ball.
0: Yeah, an extra one, yeah. 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 Um
1: so you can get that <laughs> online.
0: Both jumped in. Oh, you still steal balls. Oh yeah, yeah. you still st- of yeah. course. That'd be stupid. You still go training, you've got a
1: whole you've got a whole collection of cricket balls yeah. in your sack there. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense that you've got them. You haven't gone no. and purchased no. fifteen new balls and hit them so often they've become old balls mm. that <laughs> have been around for ten to fifteen years. Yeah. You've taken them from training and you've put them in your kit slowly. You've chipped away at the way um, uh, fuck that cunt. I was in Dufresne. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Dufresne, That's right. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. the same thing.
0: Yeah. It was Tim Robbins' birthday yesterday.
1: There you go. A weird bit of stat knowledge there. That's right. Stat knowledge. Stat knowledge. So mm-hmm. if you want affordable cricket kid. Awesome stat knowledge. And you want to support Shane Watson, one of the great entrepreneurs and knowledgeable cricket brains who will surely turn up on commentary at some point, uh, head to t20stars.com. Because they're making cricket – uh, affordable again which I know sounds similar to Donald Trump yeah um, don't think that's what i go N- in no. any way no not in any way, in any way. maybe, but, we,
0: maybe but we just stop it at just making it affordable affordable we just, we just the, yeah because the
1: again it was never the case it was, yeah. was it ever affordable it was
0: ever affordable no oh, what's, I mean cost of living situation we should get a well, you should cost yeah. analysis on that
1: that's right but the point is you can get some shit at t20stars.com
0: yeah and you can find my stat analysis there as well here's Nathan Lyon
1: Okay, we, we had this bloke on two years ago. Uh, he was in a sterile hotel room with Peter Siddle as well as Tim Payne uh, and us in person. That's two years ago. That it was nearly two years yeah. ago, yeah, 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 after the Ashes. Um, Tim Payne was flexing at the time, and then he sort of gave us the immortal line, uh, look good, play good, feel good. Uh, and in the meantime, yeah, this guy let us know that um, the, the ball actually bounced off a sprinkler. So... Um, <laughs> But now we've got him solo, so we've covered that, you know. but now we've got him solo, uh, I thought he'd be bunkered down in some bubble somewhere but I think he's just home after training uh, And I think it's an apt follow up after our chat with Graham Swan last week, uh, so in front of us we've got by numbers 100 tests, 399 wickets, a best of 8 for 50, 18 fiefers, 623 first-class wickets. Australia's most successful off-spinner of all time and hence the nickname of The Goat. It's great to have him on. It's Nathan Lyon. Gaz, g'day.
2: How are we, lads? Thanks for having me.
1: Pretty good. Well, you asked me how I was just before we got on air and I spent 10 minutes answering you (laughs) and I felt like I was just talking to a country guy who was like, is this bloke going to shut up? So, yeah, no, we're pretty good. Um, Can you tell us, Gaz, just to kick off a little bit, we can do a little bit more like this is your life with this one, but like... Any relationship to grade cricket for you or did you just skip it?
2: <laughs> no, no, I definitely didn't skip it. I started playing grade cricket when I was 12 against men back in Young where I grew up, but uh, I haven't played in a few years, to be honest with you. Um, but my brother's a head coach at Northern Districts here in Sydney, so I know he's asked me when the Shield cricket's on, and when when the first test is, and wondering if I can play any, play any games for the trees. So. I'll see how
1: it goes. <laughs> you don't mean trees, like an Irish person saying threes. You mean it's literally the, the name yeah. is the trees. Northern District yeah, trees. Yeah,
2: Northern, Northern District trees.
1: So. so, so, guys, like when it comes to grey cricket for you, three ninety nine test wickets, and like I imagine most of the bowling that you do in test cricket, like you're in the dirt, you're, you're holding up a n, you you're bowling spells for fifteen to twenty overs. Like you get the call from your brother saying like ah you got a you got a you got a spare you know saturday sunday or whatever for for the for the trees you yeah. must just be sort of chomping at the bit to get in there get into the tubs and just play against a couple of first graders who want to try and take you down uh,
2: well that's that's a problem when I play gray cricket everyone just wants to hit me for six so I usually go for none for about 60 or 8 overs so <laughs> so it's not not recommended for me to go back and play great cricket I don't feel
0: it's one of the great uh, advertisements again for sydney test cricket mm, um taking out test players i mean guys i want to know we haven't seen you since January at the Gabba, I guess. I mean, what have what have you been doing apart from kicking goals at at uh, Telstra Stadium left footed?
2: <laughs> yeah, apart from that, not much. To be yeah. honest with you, that was a bet with Mitchell Moses, so um, have okay. still got to cough up a little bit of money there. But um, <laughs> now, nah, what have I been doing? Uh, enjoying lockdown in Sydney. Went went out and bought a puppy. Um, oh, like man. everyone does, so yeah. I'm not sure what's he going to do when I go start going and play cricket again. But oh, yeah. um, apart from that, all good.
0: So we because we've seen we've seen the Australian captain actually get another job because uh, he hasn't been playing much. He's yeah. Yeah, have you thought about getting some part time work somewhere?
2: Um, <laughs> no, no, I haven't. <laughs> but um, but uh, I've really enjoyed the break, to be honest with you. But yeah, uh, yeah I won't be going down any radio stint for um, with Pony. He got me on the show the other day. It was pretty awkward, to be honest.
1: Why is it awkward? Because because I imagine like you have the test, the current test captain talking mm. to yourself. You've played what every test Tim Payne's played. You would have played thirty mm. odd, forty odd tests or something mm. like that. You'd have a number of stories that are just completely unrepeatable on air. <laughs> but then you have to do a dance with him to entertain the Sen Tasmania crowd that also might be syndicated across to the rest of the world. Like, is that why it's awkward? Because you can't actually say what you think.
2: Well. Yeah, hundred percent. Because like he's asking you me all these questions, I'm like, mate, you know all these answers. Like, <laughs> wh- what are you asking me these questions? Like, you, you've got more detail than any anyone in the Australian cricket room. But you you want my opinion, so. <sighs> um, but yeah, no, I just ended up taking a piss with him uh, and Jack Revolt. So yeah. actually ended up pretty good, and he's pretty happy with his setup down there. By the way, so he, he's set for life, he reckons.
1: Okay, can I ask, uh, Lino? Like, Lino now, but. Uh, yeah. You, there's only, what, 12 guys who've played 100 tests for Australia, something like that. And, yeah. what you know, again, we talk about horses later in the show. Like the guys who play 100 tests, typically speaking, are like the athletes of all athletes. They were always anointed to make it to the top. They're just superstars. And I heard you say on a, on a rival show recently that, like, one of the things you're most proud of when it comes to your 100 tests is – not having gone through the seventeens and the nineteens and stuff like that, like uh, can you sort of talk us through what it's like to make it as an as an Aussie cricketer with basically without having gone through the pathway that they all want you to go through? You know, like like even the way you get treated without being a seventeens or nineteens player or something. Like, were you treated with suspicion through that time? Do you have to work harder to be accepted? What's that like?
2: Um. Yeah. It was a pretty decent journey, to be honest with you. When I was when I was fifteen, I was obviously living out in Young with mum and dad and my brother, and um, I was trolling out for New South Wales underage cricket and all that. And basically, got told by one of the coaches at the time if I wanted to play state cricket, I've got to move to Sydney. And I'm like, mate, you can get stuffed! I absolutely hate Sydney. Don't like the thought of living there. It's like I used to hate big crowds as a kid. Like, just there's only seven thousand people out in Young, so it's not Mm. you can run around town in an hour. So it's like it's not not very big, but um, so I, I didn't go through that um, natural pathway. Like, I didn't get signed up like Josh Hazelwood when he was 14 or anything like that. I, I, and that's what, as I said, that's where I'm pretty proud of, I guess. Like I didn't go the normal, normal way. I, I went out into the real world and, and worked um, and understood how, how – how I don't know lucky we are to now be in these shoes of playing professional cricket, uh, playing professional cricket. So um, not like Spinny who's worked one day and then he got put on to work at New Year's Eve and said nah, no, there's no way I'm rocking up for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 that's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Um, hey, can I ask you about that? As you say that, guys like. You you worked, you know, you like you had a job Mm. outside cricket, and like I mean, you would know this better than us. I mean, I'd have surely the large large majority of blokes that you play with now would rarely, if ever, have like had a job or lived like any significant amount of time in the real world, like as an adult, like outside the elite cricket bubble. Do, do you notice that inside? Like, do you ever think with the guys like, you know, you guys don't know what the real world is like or? Uh... Oh,
2: 100%. We bring it up all the time. Like, yeah. When I first started my curating apprenticeship, I was on $5.35 an hour. So, and, like, that, that's – so I used to go around the pubs with my mate. I used to live with Dylan and just go around the pubs every – Monday through to Thursday nights following this cheap cheap steak night so we could so, so we could have a decent feed for ten dollars and, and save a little bit of money so we go out on the weekend like everyone everyone else does. So like you look at um Josh and Smithy and these fellas, they they haven't worked. They they may have worked a little part time job to get some 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 cash or whatnot, but they haven't worked a full time job. So they don't know what the real world's like.
1: do, do you reckon that like influences their their cricket or like I, I don't mean to you just speak about those guys specifically because it's kind of everybody but like does it would it impact the ability to deal with like leadership situations or like conflict in the work like you in the workplace just even between mates and stuff like just to not really have had to deal with a lot of that stuff day in day out
2: uh i oh know they're, they're coping pretty well and they they're pretty easy easy guys to get on with but um Oh no! You, you look in in the New South Wales squad squad now, and a lot of these young guys are coming straight out, and they they don't they generally don't know what the real world's like because when when we started there wasn't big bash contracts; it was just a purely state contract. But now there's two contracts, and then if you're good enough, you'll get a Cricket Australia contract. So look, they generally don't have a clue what the real world's like, and they you can see them like, oh, "What did you do today, Ollie? Oh, I went for a surf and I went down to the gym, but..." No, that's it. I won't do any more today. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: it, it's pretty, it's pretty different, pretty scary to be honest with you. If cricket falls over for him, I don't know what majority would do. So
0: mm-hmm. I think some of those uh, club, clubby guys are uh, playing the BBL on the same contract as you. Early doors about five dollars thirty-five, I think something like that. i see you guys about. Was it when we when we interviewed you last time, a couple of years ago? Was it the Dragons? Is it is it the Young Dragons? That the uh, is the name of the club? Is
2: that is that is the yeah, a very good memory? Was mm. It was memory, the dragon. You rewatched
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, just when you were talking, there I was actually watching it just then. Yeah. Um, no, um, so you you started there when you were twelve. I mean, mm. and were you? Bowing, I presume you're bowing off his in as well. Were you given much of a chance early doors to to sort of break into the team? Were you playing? Were you playing first team? Like, how old were you when you played first team for the Dragons? Twelve. You were yeah, twelve. You well, must have had yeah. a chance. then. Had it. you were given a chance then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, it was only. Um, 14s four, four in A grade, then fourteens in B grade. So we're in the dragons. We're in the A grade setup. Um, so in in Young's cricket. So my older brother played, so I I got roped into playing um, with him. So I would, I would have batted about nine, eight or nine. You got to think we're talking about country cricket here. Some guys played in shorts, um, bowling with durries out hanging out inside <laughs> the house. So it's it's not the greatest standard of cricket I've ever played. But um, I think it's really helped with my development that, though, to be honest with you. So yeah. would, to, to, answer your, to answer your question, I, I did get a crack. <laughs> mm.
1: Can you compare and contrast the, like, uh, off-field approaches of the Australian men's test side and the Young Dragons uh, when you were 12 <laughs> and the things you might have seen in the sheds that, that yeah. stick with you and, and keep you in good stead?
2: One thing I do remember about... Um, Country cricket was purely like would play, would bowl in the morning. But then um, this was like men's rep cricket out representing young Boulton parks. We'd go to the pub for lunch and like you'd end up having a whole schnitzel and chips and gravy and I would have them with Coke and all these other guys would have a couple of beers at lunchtime. Then we'll go back and either have to battle bowl. So that, that's one big, big difference. Or that's I'd big like difference. to see brought, <laughs> like, like to see brought back into the Australian Test team. I reckon, like, have a bowl, bowl a team out and pop up to the l- pub for lunch and come back and watch the boys bat would be quite nice.
0: So it was actually minus bringing back a, a chicken schnitzel onto the field. Yeah, that's that what that's problem. what got in trouble yeah, for last yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, hundred tests now, three hundred and ninety nine test wickets i mean, do do you have a career goal in mind in terms, like as crickets were always driven by numbers and stuff i mean there's obviously some huge series coming up i believe the ashes is later this year i mm, think mm-hmm. um and then uh and then india next year as well but do you have like a you know i think your 13th most capped australian in, in australian test cricket history do you want to get into like the top five do you want to pass glimmer graph wickets is there like is there a, a, an overall goal or just win as much shit as possible
2: it's probably more win, win as many games as as we can in many test series. To be honest with you, it's that hard to put numbers on your career, especially when you're at, at the absolute top. I feel like um, our careers are in, held in someone else's hands, and if they've had enough of you, they'll just let go, and you, suddenly you dropped and you're done. So, I find it really hard to put set numbers on it, mm. um, and especially with set set wickets because. If guys aren't playing catch, it's going to make it job even harder to, to get up to 560 or, or mm. 709. Mm. But um, I think it's more about test series. I think big goals for me is winning winning the Ashes away, like mm. probably winning them, um, but also winning a series in, in India, yeah. which would be two big ones for me.
0: Have you got? Uh, have you got the ideal scenario in mind? You've been playing in your head since the Gabba for the four hundredth Test wicket. Is it? Is it going to be? Is it going to be like Warren for seven hundred? You're going to wheel away to one side. Have you got a? Have you got a batsman in mind that you want to get the four hundredth?
2: Well, do a lap, yeah. Run around, <laughs> do a lap. I won't be doing a lap. Um, that's for sure. I actually thought it was going to be down in Hobart against Afghanistan. Oh so yeah. But, um. But no. I've yeah. I've got um decent idea in my head how how I want to play it out, but um. I just hope someone can hang on to one and we get past that milestone.
1: <laughs> uh, can I ask, guys as like, there, there was a um, there was an article the other day talking about the, it's not so much you guys being a golden generation, but there's a lot of guys in the Australian men's test side who are very, very good and well-performed players. You know, yourself, Stark, Hazelwood, Carmen, Smith, Warner. And though you've all performed really well, like, the, the win percentage is still pretty low, has has the team underperformed and also like have you um is it there, there must be a sense of frustration that like there's a few years there where Smith and Warner a year there where Smith and Warner can't play and then you've got the pandemic where you've missed a lot of cricket or whatever. Um like how how um sort of keen are you to Make sure that the record of wins reflects how good you guys are, because I think a lot of people would feel like it's you, you, you haven't achieved what you guys are so capable of doing.
2: Yeah, I, and I, I think I'm probably in that same boat. I think you look at the team and look at the players and, and the squads that we've had over the last few years. I think we probably probably have underachieved a little bit, in, in especially in my eyes. I, I feel like we're we're good enough to compete against anyone in the world, no matter what conditions they are. But uh, one thing it is, is showing that it, it is how hard it is actually to win series and win games of cricket away from home these days. So, um, But saying that, that's no excuse. I see that as a big challenge and something that we should be all striving to to come out and get better. But I can't wait to play test cricket. I think we've played played four four test, tests in the last 18 months. I think it is or something like that. So I absolutely can't wait to get, get back mm. playing cricket, to be honest. Mm.
0: And, and with this Ashes coming up, I mean, can you give Australia what we want to hear? Is this the worst England team to ever come to Australia? And what are your thoughts on Brexit?
2: <laughs> um, it's definitely not the worst team. I, I can't get it over this chat that's coming out. Now. There's some superstars in there. There's a boy called James Anderson. goes pretty good. So yeah, um, And Joe Root. So. I'm still hoping for a 5-0 victory day for us. <laughs>
1: See that they'll take the hoping out of that now. Yeah. That's going to be the, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh Nathan yeah. Lyon says five 0 yeah. What do you uh <laughs> like? What do you make of um? You know they're talking like like we're living in internet age now where like you have a problem. I know you like probably wouldn't be big on the net, but like you got a problem, and then you have the backlash to that, then you have the backlash to the backlash. So like <laughs> you've got. Um, the war of words between Australia and England, you know, we like, we chip each other. And then people will say, no, it's a phony war. It's not really a war between the two, but they go back and forth. And then guys like you in the past have, you know, said provocative things. It's like, oh, no, he's going too far one way. Then James Anderson will say, oh, you've got to keep it respectable or whatever. Like, do you feel like, uh, you know, like, have you actually got, like, an under-the-table money to, like, promote the series by just sledging England <laughs> or whatever? And, like, because I've seen you guys all have beers together and stuff like that. Like, is yeah. it all fake or do you hate them? <laughs> oh, Hate's
2: a strong word. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> but uh, as a, for a kid growing up, I was always wanted to play the Ashes and play Test cricket. But even playing backyard cricket, we tossed toss a bat up and whoever lost, the toss was always England, so oh, yeah. England was always bowling and Australia was always batting between me, me and my brother. So um, it's just a great rivalry in it? like, I, I love the Barmy Army. I really hope they can come out here and do the 14 days and then uh, come out here and sing some songs, And but it should be good. It should be all pretty respectable, so Jimmy should be pretty happy with it.
0: <laughs> who is who is the best bloke in England? Like, Who do you seek after the series where you yeah. have a beer? Who's the first guy you go to? He's Joe Root seems like a good bloke. He's a good beer. was yeah, a good beer. <clears throat>
2: Um, I'm probably going to Joe Root because I've got um, a relationship with him from before we both started playing professional cricket. So okay. he was in Adelaide when I moved down there. Um, so we, we hung out together. He didn't really know anyone. I didn't know anyone. So we, we, we trained a lot together. We went out and had a few beers and even went on jet skis together. So that, that was good fun back in the day in what's that, 2010. So Joe, um, Josh Butler another good one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's a few of them.
1: Do you reckon if we keep talking about how nice England are and like how much you like them or whatever, like anyone in the media will pick that up? Or do you think they're just waiting uh, for you to say something um, you know, really derogatory?
2: Uh probably both, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon the media will run with anything that i say, so <laughs> and try and try and shit stir someone. So <laughs> that's all good. That's all part of it. So it's, it feels no to me doubt.
1: as like uh sorry interrupt, uh, sorry, finish what you say.
2: No doubt there'll be some banter before the first, first ball comes. Let's just make sure they get out of here first. <laughs> <laughs> sort of feels like
1: part of the playbook to actually wind England up, though, when they come out here. You know, like, it feels like the, Like we seem to want to make it more nastier and more Aussie than we do any other team that comes out. Like, it feels like the sun beats down harder, you know, the the, the – hue of the blue and the sky is brighter, you know, the yeah. the moustaches grow longer, the, the bounces are quicker, mm. you know, the, the barbs are more aggressive. Like, you know, is there – because I know Australia likes to think of itself as, like, psychologically really dominant, you know. Like, do you think that does work with England a little bit? Like, do you think they do get scared by that kind of, like, brash Aussie stuff?
2: Um no, the only English team I've seen scared was when Mitchell Johnson was bowling. To be honest, yeah, yeah. but uh, and that was from one to eleven. Fair um, enough. Fair enough yeah. Viewing, but uh, I was even scared at leg slip there mm. half the time. So <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's just a pinnacle, though, isn't it? So. Yeah. There'll be some banter thrown around here and there, so I'm more for that.
0: Mm. I'm just still thinking about you and Joe Root on a jet ski in yeah. the summer off the off the Australian bites. and I need to know more. Oh, about I reckon
2: that. I've got a colour. I reckon I've got a photo here. I'll try and find it. And I'll flick it through. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> please, 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 <laughs> that too. would be great. I'll um, have to. I'll, I'll have to do some digging, but it'll be, yeah that'd
0: be nice it's 100% your screensaver yeah. and you're lying yeah. um any um, any idea yeah. what the uh what the bubble protocols are going to be for you guys i mean it's it's sort of odd because i think by the time the ashes starts that most of australia will be open i think anyway i know you guys have, have a different thing but um i mean i presume you guys will be in a bubble like how does it work But also you're having to quarantine to play the first test match in queensland is that how do you have any idea what's going on
2: Um, What I'm hearing is that Cricket Australia doesn't actually want to have a bubble this year. So obviously the World Cup boys, um, the guys from New South Wales and Victoria getting into Brisbane will have to do some quarantine with the England side, I think. So I think there will be some quarantine for us. But um, apart from that, I'm pretty sure that Cricket Australia is hoping to just have a normal life, normal series, crowds, Um, guys can go out for dinners and Catch up with family and friends as well, so which which will be really good. Um, yeah. So it's just fourteen days that, um, to be honest with you, you just go suck it up and get on with it. Yeah,
1: five nil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <as> a,
2: <laughs>
1: speaking of like uh, test cricketers pretending to be nice to each other, like mm. have to ask. You know, you celebrated your hundredth test uh, against against India um, famously, and after they they wrap up the match, they present you with a framed shirt, all signed. And uh, I just now that you're with us, I, I have to ask for your interpretation on that gesture, you know, after they'd basically, you know, taken over the fortress of the Gabba. Yeah. They'd knocked it over. They then give you this shirt. Like, are you – like, in great cricket terms, I know exactly what that is. You know what I mean? That's a oh, that's a, that's a champing. Yeah. Do, do you regard it as a classy touch or death by a thousand niceties?
2: Um, no, I, I, I – Put it down as a classy touch, to be honest. Um, I think it's off the back of a uh, Jinko um, To mm-hmm. be honest with you, I, I know Ross Taylor played his hundred test against him. He didn't get a shirt, and I don't <laughs> think Joe Root did. Joe Root did um, about two months later as well, which is a little bit inter- interesting. But no, but I don't. Think, I don't say as a champion at all. Um, very nice gesture. Um, yeah, it took me by surprise, as you can probably see in the footage. <laughs> are
1: you are you saying there, just to clarify, are you saying that that gesture would not have happened had Virat Kohli been the captain?
2: Uh, you're going to have to ask Virat when you get him on here next week. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I've actually got one of Virat's shirts down here as well, so he was very kind to give me one of his as well. So a um, couple, couple of decent bit, bits of memor- memorabilia there, so uh, okay. pretty happy
0: I can't believe we're getting Kohli on the show next week. That's, yeah. That's, that's huge. That's a great That's a that's, great huge <laughs> that's, get, that's get for a big us. Guys, uh, um, obviously the 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 Aussie guys are starting their T20 World Cup campaign on Saturday against Africa. I can't tell if we're good or bad or if we're seventh or if we're going to win the thing. or. But it does feel like our white ball program in Australia has been neglected, I suppose, a little bit, basically since we won the thing in 2015. Does that... Does that ring true to you? I mean, it just seems to me we hardly ever play our full strength team. I know that the, the schedule's so much and guys are all over the world at different times, but does that, does that ring true to you? we sort of neglect the white ball stuff a bit?
2: Uh, I'm not sure if uh, neglecting uh, is, is the right words. Um, I think over the last little bit, we haven't been able to play the the full strength team. You, you look at the last two tours, a, a lot of guys jumped out of those tours and um, because of bubble reasons and yeah. mental fatigue and all that stuff. But um if you look at this squad now, it's, it's a pretty well rounded squad to be honest with you. So I've got high hopes. Um, obviously, can cut, they're all my mates, but a couple of really my best mates are out there. So obviously, hoping that Mitch Stark and these guys have a, have the best best um, tournament of their life and, they, mm. that, and that they can bring it home. But talking to Mitch and Josh and Pat, especially those those three, that they're pretty they're pretty confident to be honest. with you. Mm-hmm. I,
1: I heard on another interview, guys, that. Uh, Early in your career, when you were working yourself out, and you you went down the you know the different path via you know missing out seventeens and nineteens to make it to the top. Through that time, I heard this phrase from you. You said, "I I learned to fall in love with my stock ball," and I just want to know, like as a spinner, like uh, can you describe the depth of that love? Like, what's that relationship like with your stock ball? Like, if you, what does it mean to fall in love with your stock ball, and what have been the fruits of that relationship? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's been pretty amazing to be honest with you. It's probably the most long-lasting uh, relationship <laughs> I've been in. So, um, it's been very good. Uh, it's been very good to me. Um, it's just the shape of it is absolutely perfect. So I um, yeah, I've, I've got very fond memories of it.
1: What have you learnt from that relationship? If I could just follow up, like like what is the nature of it that makes it so good? It sounds like it's a giving relationship. You you learnt to love it for what it was. And then it, it obviously returns that love to you. It's very good.
2: Yeah, when, when, when the love hits the right note, it, it really spits back out some some really nice rewards for yourself. So it's, yeah, quite Fantastic. quite special. Well,
0: congratulations. 399 test wickets. Mm, that's right.
1: <laughs> A lot of love. And just finally, Gaz, uh, while we're on spin as well, like, can you just tell us, uh, like, you were the first spinner in Australia following Shane Warne to have sustained success and like and continued success as well and there's uh so many people before you have fallen over you know trying to become the spinner for Australia in the wake of um just Shane Warne's majesty you know and and genius like um did you find it difficult being in his uh, like following in his footsteps or were there already enough people who kind of fell over before you that <laughs> people were willing to accept you in a loving relationship for who you are?
2: Um, yeah, I don't think um, there's many people out there willing enough to accept me for who I am. I think mm-hmm. I feel like I lived a lot of my life in warning um, shadow and to to a certain degree I probably still do. Um, and that's underst- understandable in my eyes. He, he's the best to ever play the game. So Yeah. Um, I'm talking about on the field here. I haven't, haven't, haven't <laughs> I've heard the same the about off as well. <laughs> <laughs> haven't, haven't gone off the field journey on, with Shane Warne. Um, <laughs> That's but a shame. I, I think it's, um, i think I've tried to embrace being in his shadow rather than being looking at it as a fear, if that makes sense. So I really just knuckled down and fell in love with my stock ball, which um, was a big, big key.
1: Um. One last thing, just off the top of my head, I realise this is a bit all over the place, but, like, uh, you, you'll you'll play uh, all tests, you know, if you're fit, and uh, Australia, when they play in Australia, always plays a spinner and three quicks, and, you know, then you get, uh, I mean, this time around, it's Cam Green, hopefully someone else can bowl some overs there. It's unclear what England's going to do. I know you don't really want to comment on the way England sets up, but, like, you know, what, what do you make of the possibility that they could be going into, or any team could go into, a series in Australia... Um, without a, a spinner, a frontline spinner. How important is a spinner for playing in Australia?
2: Um, yeah, I think it's massive. To be honest with you, I think spinners throughout Australia can play different roles. Um, but and you can't just pick a team for the first session of a Test match. And the Test match actually goes for five days, believe it or not. So <laughs> there's, there's a lot, a lot of time and a lot of cricket. Um, yeah, so I, I see spin as a very important. Uh, weapon but even when the ball is doing heaps in the first hour i actually you reckon spins probably the biggest um biggest threat because uh, you can actually make the batters play a lot more so i think a uh, spinner is uh, behind the captain and probably what number two picked
1: Nice one, I like Mm, it. Uh, Nathan Lyon, thanks so much for our questions all over the place there, being so generous as well. And, uh, yeah, obviously you've got a note from someone at CA just to keep the Ashes chat down. So um, that's all good. I know there's eight weeks to go. Uh, If you want to send through the pictures of uh, you and Joe Root on a jet ski, that would actually be really appreciated. Um, we could do the rest with with that there because I think it might actually create a lot of uh, like yeah. more of a bond yeah. between both teams, um, that really no one wants to see. But uh, yeah. anyway, that could just throw, sort of throw the cat amongst the pigeons, and yeah. you know maybe reframe you in England a little bit as well yeah. uh, as as a guy that's mates with the captain.
2: Yeah, no, England hates me, which I'm totally fine <laughs> about. So <laughs> well, no 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 stress there. Um, but no pleasure. Thanks for having me, and uh, I'll see what I can do.
0: Has Manscaped, our dear friends Manscaped, uh, supporting TJC as they have been for, it feels like it's been a year. Has that been the case? Yeah, sure. Feels about right. Yep. And what a great alignment for TJC and Manscaped. Yeah.
1: Hey, do you uh, do you want to do like a Halloween version one or a space version?
0: I want to do a space version.
1: Space, okay, Yeah, great. yeah,
0: because I'm just thinking about um, William Shatner, who's in space at the moment. He went up to space.
1: Is he a hairy man?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. No, ah. no. Although he, he strikes me as the kind of guy he could he could go both ways with it, right? You know, he okay. keeps it clean shaven, but he but I think he's he's got some potential
1: for some growth there. Yeah, down there.
0: Okay. Oh well, attention. I'm not talking about his penis. I'm talking about his
1: face. But I guess he's got a, potential for penis growth he's down got there. Potential for penis growth. Yeah, yep. that's the sort of thing we talk about off air. That's that's Finally, we bring that it. vulnerability to the show. Yes. The things that people actually talk about. Yeah. What's, what's William a, Shatner's penis growth like?
0: We've actually got a spreadsheet up at home. It's actually it's just an Excel spreadsheet, but it updates by itself. It's yeah. actually a digital framework that yeah. we've got
1: uh, in the office here. We used to have the tally like uh, they had on, um, what's that uh, What's that car show? Uh, top Gear. Top Gear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Penis growth Penis charts. growth, yeah, yeah. We used to have that at our club as well, actually. Yeah. And the but top, they just lodged in someone's head.
0: Top of the charts?
1: Yeah. RM Williams. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> he didn't need a manscape. Back in the day, real men didn't manscape. Oh, yeah, but we had to get rid of that as a way of life. Do you know, it would have been frightening for women back in the day? Like well, I can imagine you, quite a few things. Oh, just like, like R.M. Williams trimming himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, everyone just had hair back in the day. Secateurs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. We don't need secateurs anymore with manscapes. All the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? It wants me to insert space music here. Do we have a pub problem?
2: <laughs>
1: nah, come on. You shouldn't overdo that song. Our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. All right, so yeah, that's all that shit that I've said before. What are you. What. It's a lawn mower. It's summer. Your hair's growing a fair yep. bit. My grass is growing a lot in the backyard, and that's not a euphemism. You mm-hmm. get a bit more. You get a bit more water on that bad boy. Yeah, a bit yeah. more sun, sun, and you have to. You have to mow it every week or yep. two. That's that's the the desperate dull suburban life that I live now. Got mm. no problem with it. Yep. And uh, I guess it'd be the same with uh, Manscaped. I'm not saying your hair grows more because it's summer because you're not getting more water on it or anything like that. Well, yeah, well it depends where but, you are. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's can you elaborate on nah. that? No, nah, no, depends where you are. Yeah. You can grow faster or slower. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll take in that. In relationship to the equator.
0: Got it right.
1: Yeah. Um, so either way, you just want to be a little bit trimmer in the summer yeah. in Australia, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be carrying too much hair.
0: Well, if no. I do a crossover, if you want, to, if you want to wear budgie smugglers, you have to pair these two together.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Uh. Aaron Holland. uh... Who I mentioned last week, and then sort of anonymously mentioned the week before, was was fine with us noting that it was her and uh, her husband Ben, mm. who were recently in the market for and purchased manscaped. That's right. Um, material, so might stay in touch and see how it's going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey Aaron, just just checking in. Just really checking desperate
1: in. for some copy for this stuff. So I don't know how's <laughs> Ben going. How's the scaping going? Just trying to find an angle with yeah. it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that line actually starts to feel a bit. Yeah. Too much So I apologise for that um, Yeah um, Definitely got not got no C's Yeah the Performance Package 4.0 Includes the Weed Whacker And some other shit Crop mop, ball stuff Yeah Pretty Actually like my um, My one year old Gets into the um, toiletries And has pulled out the The like The ball deodorant A few times Yeah nice Okay Yeah So That's just That's just life you know, at that, at that point. <laughs> That's love. 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary uh, dual blade system as well, in case you were wondering about the sort of the the, technic- was, the yeah. tech specs. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got a nose and he- ear hair trimmer. What's the code, Pez? Code's TGC at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the code TGC at manscaped.com. Your dick and balls will need some help for a clear trinity and beyond your balls. Space balls will thank you.
0: Hashtag ask TGC. Jack writes in, hey boys, I'm sure you saw Australia's golden boy welcome his newborn son into the world on Twitter this week. Congrats, Camo. But have but have a good go at the mitts on Patty. It's no secret that the cricket players, or elite athletes for that matter, have absolute dinner plates for hands. Yeah. Mind-boggling. He's palming that infant like it's Rodman pulling down his 20th rebound in the 96 finals. That ween should feel honoured. That six foot fuck off dairy producing latte sipping homegrown Aussie beef PJ Cummins is holding him in such a matter that the rest of us can only dream of. Send this to Dad to get his thoughts, would be nice to hear from him. Sunny tomorrow, Jack. <laughs>
1: I mean, he's completely right. When it comes to Cummins, it's very much a case of how's the mitts on the it. You know, you see, it? you just look at you look at all of it. Get out like, of here. Well, there you go. And yeah. it makes you feel good. Okay, that's some homegrown Aussie beef and stuff. Yeah. The only thing I take issue with is like, he's saying that the, the child should be grateful or honoured that his dad's holding him. Right. But I'm more of the mind of like, what can this kid be?
0: Yeah, exactly. Not without
1: putting pressure on young Albie, well, who's who's a few weeks old. Sure, Doesn't need any pressure. Don't think Albie will listen to this show. But uh, well. I'm just more excited to see what Mate, the, the beef that's being grown. It's the it's the it's the horse of a uh, thoroughbred. Uh, it's the cattle. Yeah, it's the
0: horse of a thoroughbred. Now, on last week's episode of hashtag I said you See Fridays, pairs of patreon.com forward slash great cricket, we were talking about athletes being horses and the depth of horses yes. in Australian cricket and sport in general. We yeah. would, we would try to compare Babe Ruth to Bradman. Yeah. the horse categories there yeah. just horses. Horse, horse. horse,
1: horse, sport horse. Sport is horse. Sport is horse. Sport is horses. Life is horse. Life, or, life is horses. No, because we were just talking about what sort of. Because we're like, if you see a horse in the flesh, big old, big old thighs, there, yeah, muscular thighs. You go, fuck, look at that horse. Hey, look at that horse's about, legs. Yeah, how, how about then, the legs on it? Exactly, and in in the flesh, going to the races and stuff, which we don't yeah. really go. You and I, but. Uh, it actually applies to life beyond that as well. Life it's is a, horse because when we saw the, the guys at the yeah, SCG, so I've said it before, they're all just big thoroughbreds. Yeah, you're big never going to make it. But there's all, it also applies in life in politics. I, I saw I was watching bad sport the other day. The yeah. First fifteen, now, is the the Crony thing. Looks good. I had to turn it off. Uh, not because it's shit. Mm. Various other reasons. But had a uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking. The, the, was match fixing the, all six the game? Six o'clock at Mooney Valley was like. <laughs> <that. laughs> but you know, like it was Crony <laughs> and. They were talking about his great relationship with Nelson Mandela, you know Madiba, oh, and I'm yeah, like, nice. I'm like, just politically in, in life oh, terms, yeah. There's, there's, there's a horse, that's a horse. Know, like, there. He's massive,
0: yeah. He's massive, yeah. Presence, but, mate. No more presence, surely than Mandela.
1: Nah. Is there a better presence based selection election
0: than Nelson Mandela? Yeah.
1: I'm not saying he won an election off presence alone. He won a lot of other things. Yeah.
0: But. Presence was there
1: Well that's what everybody says Like when you're in his, Like they talk about him As presence Yeah. Because we were like Bradman versus Babe Ruth But this is next level Yeah
0: When we spoke to Mickey Arthur He was talking about How he went to They went to Mandela's house Before a World Cup maybe Yeah With Granny Smith and stuff Oh fuck Granny Smith There's a horse as well
1: Fucking hell Horse awesome. How's
0: the back on it Fucking
1: hell What about the stable Fuck South Africa ever A stable of horses Don't they <laughs> Not <laughs> rounding what? out my vowels When I'm talking <laughs>
0: Sorry. You know, when you still, like anytime you actually see Cummins in real life, it's still striking. It's the eyes on it as well. It's the eyes, it's the mitts. Yeah. The, the flick of the hand It doesn't
1: even do bench. It doesn't need to. Haven't seen its legs. <laughs> the thing that strikes you about Cummins when you meet him is um, yeah. he's a lot more alpha than he comes across. He's to a lot more alpha. He's, he'll fucking rip you to shreds. Oh, yeah. Yeah He rips his team to shreds That's right I think I don't Oh think he, yeah Because he Kenton. seems too genteel As a public presence And it's, that's not a lie And like, there's, no,
0: there's no facade behind that He is not, a nice guy That is who
1: he is He understands mm. Like that's mm. a great way to present it Because that's who he mm. is publicly
0: And we can say that As one of his best mates That's right Yeah uh, Doesn't answer a lot of calls or texts But how uh,
1: uh, <laughs> How the legs on it um, Oh well Just for this I actually texted him after the um, After his child so congratulations! You're going to be a great papa. A couple of blue and bombers he, there, I would have thought. Ah, uh, no. A couple of days later, wrote back, but I feel like it was a bit pro forma. Just a t- template. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Can't wait. Whatever. You know. Who the fucks this? Yep. Yeah.
0: Isn't that from your personal one or TJC?
1: TJC doesn't have a mobile phone. Oh,
0: it's a mobile phone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got to get me one of those.
1: <laughs> Still playing yeah. snake on mine. What's the point? Cummins is a horse. Yeah. We we'll got a few horses. Start we'll with a, a few horse. more. Starks a horse. Yeah. Hazelwood, fuck. Oh, oh my there's God. A horse. i tell you what he's, he's There's a, horse. He, I heard this phrase on Offsiders on the weekend. He's a bush horse.
0: What the fuck does <laughs> that mean? He's a bush horse. He's a bush horse. Like a Brumby.
1: I didn't, I didn't ask John Stanley <laughs> to clarify <laughs> while I was driving in the car. <laughs> Call
0: cool, in. Excuse me, what's but, a bush what horse? You,
1: I, I just heard bush horse. I'm like, yeah. that well, is a There must horse. be
0: someone from the country listening to this. Tell me what a bush horse is. Well, right I, in. I think
1: in racing terms, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, I presume it's like sort of, it's a it's a wild untamed kind of yeah. Um, well, you know racer. how like, you know how there's a lot of like great, from the bush. You know, great like,
0: cricketers come from the country often, and like the some of the theory behind that is because like some of the wickets in Sydney, for instance, like great, they're like really flat wickets, and some of the guys in the country who are batters mm. playing like slightly less or more um, sporting, spot, yeah, sporting wickets. And so they, they have to refine their techniques. So their country cricket yeah. is
1: gruff and it's rough and yeah. it's hot and it's bit dry. Unpolished.
0: There's no fucking water. Yeah. They could, could be horses a more, everywhere.
1: A bit more respectable in the way they oh, yes. carry themselves. Oh, yeah. a, little, a, little a little bit more, bit so more civilized, like, if yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Tim, keep it respectable. Oh, I'll fucking kill you oh. <laughs> every week. There's a death threat. It's fucking. Uh, uh, it's genius of James Anderson to say Perfect. that. that Perfect. I am a dog. Well,
0: it's not his first rodeo.
1: Keep it respectable. Oh, that's yeah. that hits is, right of the nerve, oh, mate. Perfect. Right that, seriously, us
0: fucking cavemen down here. That's what he's really saying.
1: That t- That's
0: good nerve yeah. touching. So hey, because we he sent you down be, here on a
1: fucking boat because he gets the he gets the opportunity to take the high ground. It's while high saying grounds. The
0: most hurtful thing. He probably said it from the James Anderson end, keep sipping it on an Earl Grey. Keep it respectable, boys. Fuck, he's a good bowler though.
1: Oh, really good
0: bowler in England. Horse, horse.
1: Royal Ascot stuff.
0: Yeah, he's Royal Ascot, but we've got Bush Horse Hazelwood. Yeah. prancing past the Queen at Ascot. What the know? fuck are we
1: talking about? <laughs> Bush Horses versus Royal Ascot. That's the Ashes. <laughs> Put it to me in great terms. <laughs> hey, that's what Patreon sounds like if you want to join, by the way. All
0: right, thank you very much, Nathan Lyon. Uh, thank you much to you guys out there for tuning in to TJC as ever. See you in the live stream, 9 p.m. Australia time for Australia, South Africa, right there on YouTubes. See you on Patreon for those who want to join there. And, uh, yep, yeah, that'll do. Cheers. See you yeah, next cheers. week.